and welcome back to United by the Bucket, the podcast for our communities of belonging here at KFC, hosted by Team Radio, and I'm Shafra Gray-Reed, your host for today. Radio is one of our communities of belonging here at KFC UK and I, and in case you didn't know, it stands for Raising Awareness of Diversity, Inclusion and Origins. It proudly sits alongside Wolfpack, our community of belonging for female empowerment, and KF Pride supporting and speaking out for our LGBTQIA communities. In this episode of the podcast, we are celebrating Diwali. Now, Diwali is India's biggest holiday of the year, and for many Hindus, Sikhs, and Jains, it is the most important date on the calendar. Also known as the Festival of Light, it's a time for bright colors, for fireworks, and feasts of delicious food. And to help us understand a bit more and to learn as a community of belonging, I am joined by Jatin Chandwani, Chief Technology Officer at KFC UK and I. And we have a very special guest from overseas. It is Neera Jory, Chief Sustainability Officer at KFC Global. Hello, how are you both? Hello. So excited to be here, Shafra. Looking forward to it. Hi, both. It's so nice to be with you today. So before we get into that conversation, and I want to hear all about um, how you celebrated Diwali and what it means to you, I'm going to just give the listeners a little bit of background as to what Diwali is. So Diwali in 2023 falls on Sunday, the 12th of November, and you may already know that it lasts for five days. It marks the start of the Hindu New Year and celebrates good, triumphing over evil. Diwali is celebrated by over a billion people worldwide. And did you know the biggest celebration outside of India is anyone? In Leicester. Well done, Jatin, in Leicester. (laughs) But for different people, depending on the region they're from or their faith, Diwali could mean so many different things. And I'd love to just start, Neera and Jatin, you know, what does Diwali mean to you? Neera, I'll go to you first. Yeah, and Shafra, I think you said it. Um, Diwali is really uh, subjective and really uh, special for each family in different ways. And so for for my family, it really means um, food and coming together. And that is a big part of our celebration. So each year, uh, for about the last 15 years or so, my parents have hosted the Diwali celebration at our house. Uh, many of our extended families, and I would say in an Indian-American family, um, we don't count— uh, Uh, brothers or sisters. Everybody is a brother or sister. Everybody is an aunt or uncle. So our extended family is quite large. Um, And we come together for just delicious food. And then Diwali is also the festival of lights. And so we always have, um, they're probably not legal, but some some fireworks um, that we have procured, little sparklers, things you might do on American Fourth of July. Um, And we light lanterns and we just spend spend the day together. And that's really what it is for us. Wow, that sounds Sounds so amazing. It's just such a joy for family and friends to come together for celebrate something like like this. Yeah, and I think there's always um a component of you get dressed up, you wear your New Year's best, you um, you know, often Diwali is a season of new clothes or new things. And so it's always fun to to come in your newest finery as well. Love that. Yeah. Dress to the nines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jasmine, what about you? What does it mean to you? For me, it's a essence of joy, happiness, and positivity. And whenever I talk about Diwali, it brings back a flood of cherished childhood memories of moments of pure delight. I mean, honestly. And also, I mean, it is more than a tradition, I'd say, or a festival. 
uh, it embodies the spirit of togetherness. Mm. Like you said, Neera, I mean, it's, it's, it's the time when families come together, friends come together to celebrate, to share delicious meals. The houses are glowing with light. It creates an atmosphere which is heartwarming. And if I think about it, for me, it is also a reminder of the spirit of or the power of family, friends and simple joys of life. Jatin, do you have a, a particular memory from childhood that uh, I'm, I'm seeing Jatin smile? I'm sure you do, Jatin. A memory that really sparks and sort of encapsulates what Diwali means to you. Okay, this is funny. So, <laughs> so what used to happen was I used to go bankrupt on Diwali. And not for playing cards. <laughs> Just let me clarify. Not for gambling either. <laughs> so I used to spend all my money uh, to buy fireworks or firecrackers. Yeah. So the routine was uh, that I used to come back from school. Between four and five, me and my friends used to pull in all the money to buy firecrackers. From six to seven or seven to seven thirty, when it used to be dark, we used to light them and have fun. As a result, I used to be out of pocket money very quickly. <laughs> and then I used to go to my grandparents because grandparents can never say to no to their grandchildren <laughs> to, get, uh, to get some money, showing my innocent face. <laughs> Not that I'm innocent, I'm saying. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, that's what I remember very fondly. And of course, uh, we used to get together. Our house used to be the hub for get together, like like just like Neera said, where all our aunts and uncles used to come together and we used to celebrate it together with good food, a lot of decorations, uh, music, and all of it. Yeah, a true embodiment of celebration. Nira, do you have a particular memory um, over the years that really encapsulates, you know, the true essence of Diwali? Yeah, and um, Shafra, I was telling you earlier, I was, you know, we, I was trying to remember Diwali from my childhood, and I thought I had forgotten the memories. I grew up going to temple with my grandparents, but we're much more, I would say, a culturally Hindu family than a religious Hindu family. And I texted my dad, and I said, did we celebrate Diwali before the year 2000? <laughs> and he said, no, actually, we didn't, because there is a very— um, close holiday called Baibij in Gujarati or Baiduj in, in the rest of India that is about brothers and sisters. And it's a celebration of that relationship. And so my aunts used to always host this annual Baibij celebration. So for many years in my family, we celebrated Baibij. Mm. And then in um, the second half of my life, we began to celebrate Diwali. But one of my favorite Diwalis from from many, many moons ago was when I was in business school. I actually went to business school in the U.K., and I had classmates from all over the world, um, and we had a lot of Indian classmates, and they decided to host the Diwali celebration. And it was incredible because the guidance was come in something colorful and just show up for the good food and being together. And it was incredible to see classmates from Korea and Japan and Brazil and all over the world just participating in a Diwali celebration. Wow. What community. Like, community away from community, right, and creating yeah. your own special moments. Yeah. Amazing. Jasmine, I'd love to hear, you know, um, growing up in India and... Diwali being, you know, everywhere. Has that changed over time now being in the UK or is it, as Nira said, is it as celebrated, you know, we know Leicester is, the celebrations are huge in, in Leicester. What's it like now celebrating in, in the UK? Diwali celebrations have certainly evolved. Um, uh, it's become more prominent. I think uh, the other areas where it gets celebrated more prominently are London and Birmingham as well. And it's evolved in many ways, if I look at it, right, over, over time and over generations. Uh, just to highlight a few, I mean, certain modern elements have replaced traditional elements. 
For example, when I was growing up, we used to light oil lamps, diyas as they are called. Uh, now we decorate our homes with LED lamps, <laughs> 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 decorations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I remember sending Diwali cards. Right. My parents used to send loads of Diwali cards. Yeah. And I used to write on them as well. Now it's all about WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 on a serious note, I mean, uh, there's more environmental awareness now. So, what's happened is uh, people are celebrating eco-friendly Diwali. Oh. And what that means is uh, many people do not do as many fireworks as they used to before or do not do it at all to reduce pollution. And the decorations that people buy are more sustainable as well. So, there's a lot of change in that space. And the other change I've seen is that many people, people and organizations are organizing charity events, food drives, and support for less fortunate around Diwali. And I'm also associated one, with one such organization in my local area, which makes a big difference. And Justin, do you, and Anira, do you, during Diwali, you mentioned cars, do you give gifts to people? You know, is that part of the festival around Diwali and giving back, you know, to and helping those who are perhaps more underprivileged? Yes, I mean, uh, we, I mean, for example, in the UK, I mean, we run food banks during that time. We do collect gifts to give to less fortunate people. And there's a culture of giving gifts to friends and family as well. It's generally a household item. And I remember as a child, when gifts used to come to our house uh, from our fans, friends and families, me and my sister used to get excited to open those, even, <laughs> those, uh, even though they were, they were never toys that were get, being gifted. But used to, we used to get excited. So there, yes, there is a culture of giving gifts uh, when you're wishing Happy Diwali. It could be a sweet as well. Uh, and, and we started using that tradition in helping the people who really need support as well. Are there are there certain traditions that you as a family also do during Divide that you've, again, have evolved or have stayed, stayed true to the, the original tradition? Yeah, I think, you know, I would say it is evolving every year and there's, there's generational change that occurs, right? So this year actually is going to be the first year that my parents don't host it. Um, they're getting up there in age. It's a little bit harder for them to host um, 40 people at their house. <laughs> um, and my cousin has built a new house and they're really excited to take over that tradition. And so I think for us, it's always evolving. And I, I love that piece, Jethan, that you mentioned of like, the consciousness that is coming into the celebration, but to still maintain the the desire and the sentiment of the of the holiday, um, for us, really, I would say there isn't anything that stands out that is recurring. It is every year the menu changes for whatever's good. Um, you know, we sometimes do potluck. We sometimes cater the party. Um, there's always an amazing amount of sweets. That is always a constant. Um, and we sometimes will give gifts. Uh, we I like to always use it as an excuse to buy new clothes. <laughs> oh, I have a Diwali party to go to. I need a new outfit. Um, but you can also use it, you know, I think for it's a it's the time of year when you refresh and replenish so it's a time when you are cleaning your house you're meant to sort of start the start the Diwali season fresh you, it's a good time to do house improvements ah. things like that are very very common at Diwali as well yeah just to add to that right I mean my, I remember my mom used to go crazy about cleaning the house yeah and my wife does the same <laughs> and I'm like oh my god Diwali is coming so I need to be on my best behavior for yeah. that <laughs> yeah at my in-laws house they like all the construction projects happen at Diwali oh we need to paint the walls oh we need to repair a thing and so it, it's done in the Diwali season to bring in as auspicious of a season as possible. And is that because it's about newness and, you know, starting afresh or, you know, what's that that spirit that it's encapsulating? 
Yeah, I, th- I think it stems from the the religious history around it, right? It's about that um, prevalence of lightness over dark and and coming back from um, coming back from hardship and and sort of celebrating that. So I think it's about just trying to use those components in a modern way. And the belief is that if your house is clean and if your house is lighted, then you're inviting the deities right. to give their blessings to the household. Uh, so that yeah, that goes along with that. Yeah. Love that. I love love those traditions. I love hearing about, you know, it's always important to celebrate it in the time, but also why we do certain things, understanding that. It's so important. Now, you both mentioned separately food as part <laughs> of celebrating. Obviously, food is what brings us together and brings communities together and breaking bread over food and, you know, enjoying each other's company. Now, what is, is there a particular favorite dish during Diwali? Like, is it a range of things? Like, what's your favorite Diwali food? And this is for both of you. Okay, I can go first on that <laughs> one. So, I mean, there's loads of food. I mean, as Neera was talking about, right, you sometimes do potluck and everyone brings something or, I mean, you cater it. Um, and my favorite, I mean, I've got a sweet tooth, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I'm very sweet tooth. I'm trying to control on that. Uh, but uh, having said that, uh, my favorite food is mithai. It's an Indian sweet. It's made up of milk, nuts, flour, uh, and ghee. Ghee, yeah. Ghee, uh, clarified butter. Don't forget the butter. Yeah, exactly that. And and it's quite sweet and it's quite nice. Uh, So I used to hog on it. (laughs) And it is still one of my weaknesses, by the way. Uh, But overall, I mean, there's loads of food. I mean, uh, you name it and uh, and, uh, you got it. And uh, the fourth day of Diwali is called Anakut, which is celebrated to mark the occasion when Lord Krishna lifted Mount Govardhan to protect the people living in a place called Vrindavan from torrential rains. So what happens on that day is uh, people cook a lot of food. They create a mountain of food to offer to deities at, at temples. And people do that at their homes as well. So that's, wow. a, that's one of the traditions. Yeah, and I think the this goes back to sort of that, the, how wide the celebrations can be is, I don't think there is a typical Diwali sweet, right? Or a typical Diwali food. It really depends on what your family loves and what you like. And um, I've been on a journey for the last couple of years. I really like to bake. And I've been a traditional, I would say, American baker, cakes and cookies and that sort of thing. And a couple of years ago, I started tackling um, mitai, like the Indian sweets that Jatin was talking about. And I've learned there are some that are better done by the bakery. (laughs) (laughs) The intensity and amount of time it takes to, like, mill your own cashew flour is not worth it. Um, But what's really cool is also there's, I think, some fusion coming into the sweets. So, like, um, I have a recipe. There's a very traditional um, Indian sweet called gulab jamun. It's like a fried donut, and it's immersed it. in sugar water um, with rose. Oh. And um, I've started making a gulab jamun cake, which oh like multiplies oh, the wow. joy. And now is salivating <laughs> as we speak. Yeah. So it's um it's uh, like I think like all of these things, it's coming into new modern incarnations that are just uh, honoring where the tradition began. Now talking about modern incarnations of the, of the tradition. Now, guys, we're KFC. So, is there anything that pairs well with chicken during Diwali? Like, what, like, you know, could we be doing a limited time offer? Like, what do you think? First of all, over Diwali, uh, my family goes vegetarian. A lot of families in India go vegetarian, especially over those five days right. uh, when we celebrate uh, different uh, festivals of Diwali or different traditions of Diwali. Uh, but if I have to choose something, uh, for me, it'll be 
KFC biryani, and oh, uh, India does yes. that really well. Uh, so why not we do it here and maybe take the chicken out on those five days and put the vegetarian patty? <laughs> oh, I love all oh, that. Been <laughs> so lovely. That, that could be a good combination. Yeah, and I think it's an important component for those looking to respect Diwali and to honor it. If you're not, um, if it's not your religion or you're not celebrating, I think that's a a trend that happens. Um, or a shift, it's a shift that happens in our restaurants in India is during many of these festivals, Indians will often not eat meat, right? So you'll see um, they'll be looking for alternatives to chicken. But one thing that really stood out to me is we did talk about this focus on sweets and our love of sweets. And I'd love to see KFC lean into our dessert menu items um, at that time and see how we could bring a little bit of color or pop um, to some menu offerings then too. I love that. Why not gulab jamun? Yes, it's perfect. It's a fried donut. It's exactly what it. we I can add. I can't get over it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Pairs well with the crush them, I think. Yeah. We can, we can definitely think of that. Um, now, I would love to if you guys could tell me the importance of sending Rangolian sweets to, you know, during that time. You talked about, you know, lots of desserts. Something that we've been thinking about is sending, you know, Rangoli to our restaurants. Is that something that we should be doing more of in really recognizing how our team members are celebrating? See, Rangoli is a big part of the Diwali festival. I mean, we do Rangoli. First of all, let me just explain what Rangoli is. Rangoli is a design that you draw on the ground with colors. So you make different designs, beautiful designs. And it symbolizes uh, welcoming and hospitality, inviting guests and creating positive space. And uh, the traditional belief is that if your rangoli is good, house is lighted, it'll be more inviting for deities and it'll bring prosperity. Uh, so th that's one. Um, and what goes well with rangoli is a sweet. So if you gift a rangoli and a sweet, then what you're demonstrating is that you want to share your happiness by sharing sweets or you want to share your joy and and you, you want them to do rangoli to invite good energy to the house. Yeah, and I think the idea of sharing that with our restaurants and our team members is incredible because it brings it to life in a really tangible way for people. Um, and we always want our restaurants to be places where everyone is welcome and just bringing that welcoming spirit to the restaurants is really, I think, a special way to celebrate. Yeah, and it makes it so special to them as, you know, people going and celebrating that. And I think, you know, it's how could I or someone that doesn't celebrate Diwali necessarily actually help their friends and colleagues you know mark the occasion is there something that we should say you know I used to say happy Diwali to my friends like what is the customary thing that we should be doing and thinking about in in celebrating Diwali with with our friends and colleagues I think uh, wishing happy Diwali is a simple thing uh, that's really good to do uh, there are a few things that can go along with it um, at workplace specifically uh, for example we could do Diwali decorations at the RSC during that week right that that be really good to do. And if you're doing Diwali decorations, we could have Diwali themed lunch on a particular day when people are around. Uh, what could go with that is Diwali dress code, as an example, for people who are celebrating Diwali or people who are interested in that attire. Mm. Uh, so it'll make the whole place more colorful and it'll help educate people about Diwali. Uh, and it'll allow people who celebrate Diwali to share their happiness and joy with others and make everything more inclusive. Shafra, when I, I'll give you just some perspective. When you asked me to do this and we were talking through the questions, I, I felt really nervous of like, am I Indian enough to do this podcast? <laughs> I grew up, um, my parents are Indian immigrants. They left India in the late 70s. And so um, I grew up, I was born and raised in America. And I think I get a lot of questions of like, what should it look like? And I think that openness of 
people just wanting to be a part of it and understand is goes a really, really long way. Uh, and this year recently, we hosted a Diwali party last fall at our house. Um, we were living um, far away from my parents. So we weren't going to make their Diwali celebration. And I had a lot of friends email me and say, what should I wear? Or is it offensive if I wear an Indian outfit? And what should I bring? And and I, for us, we were really open. Like, to me, if you're able to wear an Indian outfit to a Diwali party, you're really honoring the culture. I thought that was a wonderful gesture. Um, you can look up, you know, the the gifts that Jatin was talking about on WhatsApp and send those. I mean, just to show that you've done, you know, even a, an ounce of effort towards understanding the culture and showing up in that way, I think goes a long way to to honor your friend's culture. Yeah. I, you know, and you're because you're showing you're willing to learn and actually yeah. um, be a part of embracing it. So I, I absolutely agree. What do you think we could be doing more as a as a brand, both globally and in the UK, around just fostering Diwali celebrations and making our staff feel proud um, to be, you know, whether you're from a community which celebrates Diwali or, or outside of that community? How can we be doing more, do you think? I think one of the the biggest things is it starts with awareness and education, right? There will probably be lots of team members that don't know what Diwali is and um, helping a, get people to that level of understanding um, and then encouraging them to show up and support, right? And whatever small or big way that means for people, um, every step counts. Uh, and I love the idea of the immersion in the office of those celebrations so that we can really then bring them to life. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It, it is all about educating people about it. And it, it's not just about Diwali, right? It could be for any festival for that matter, for celebrated by different communities and religions. It's important to create that awareness to drive inclusivity in the, in, in the office environment or outside of it as well. The other thing I think is important, I mean, I take a day off on Diwali and I, and I know a lot of other people also do that. I think what would be good is to educate people that they can take a day off on important days of the, uh, such as Diwali yeah, or yeah. Eid or anything else uh, so that they can spend time with the family. They should not feel... Uh, nervous about asking about it. Sometimes sometimes people do not know whether it's right to ask for a day off or not on a festival if they're not in their native country. And they should not be fearful about it uh, or nervous about it. They should be openly asking for a day off on that day to spend time with their family and celebrate that festival. I think that awareness needs to be more uh, everywhere. I love that. And I think this goes to also... It speaks to, I think, our benefits policy and what we support. And at the global level, I'm not sure if this transfers to the UK and I team, but we have flexible holidays. So if you don't celebrate Christmas and don't want to take December 25th off, you can flex that day and take the valley off without any penalty. And I think... Um, helping encourage employees and team members to find the ways to support the benefits and, and time that is important to them is a huge part of how we can think about this also from a policy and process mm. perspective. It enables you to actually harness better conversations as well. If you're speaking openly about um, and in, and with the confidence, you know, can I take this day off because I'm celebrating this festival? It just makes cultural awareness so much more palpable and tangible. And actually, you know, we're walking the walk and talking the talk, you know, and it just right. makes it, yeah, so much more authentic to be able to be your your most authentic and best self at work. Yeah, and I think that piece, Sheffer, you asked about how people can support. And I think sometimes 
you have to do the education um, when the community doesn't exist or the understanding doesn't exist. And that's hard. It's, it's important to be mindful and respectful of where we're over asking communities to be responsible for educating. But I also think it's a, some of these are easier to build that awareness um, and to help people lean in. And it takes time as well, right? Yeah. As a final thought, do you have any um, any books or podcasts or, you know, events that you can recommend that people engage with during Diwali? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Let me think <laughs> about that. So, 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 so in London, there are a lot of events that take place. There are a lot of cultural events that take place around Diwali. There's always something going on in Trafalgar Square, for example. Uh, there are, uh, I mean... In my area, we organize a cultural event as well of 500 to 1,000 people wow. every year where people come together. There are cultural performances of the kids. We bring a DJ in. We've got a dance workshop. All sorts of things are going on. So, uh, and, and I know there, there's, there's display of fireworks as well in many cities in, in the UK. So there's a lot going on generally around Diwali to engage in, I'd say. Yeah, and I think... Um we always joke what is true about like an Indian wedding. You'll be, you know, if you're preparing for a wedding, you'll be walking down the street and you'll see your like local shopkeeper and they will get invited. And you'll see like <laughs> someone's cousin's brother's best friend and they will get invited. And Diwali is a lot like that. It's open to everyone. Um, so don't be shy if you want to participate or show up to a cultural celebration. I can't imagine a single Indian person would ever say no to, <laughs> to welcoming you in. So, um, you know, raise your hand to show up and to participate. Um, and there will be lots of local listings through your local Hindu temples or cultural centers that you could join. Amazing. Thank you both so much for just sharing insights and enabling us just to have a bit more of understanding around, you know, what is Diwali, how it's celebrated, so that we can be better colleagues and friends um, to our communities, whether that's in KFC or outside in our community. So thank you both, Dratin and Neera. As always, you can find out more about communities of belonging at KFC on The Vault. If you type in Affinity Groups, you can find out about Kentucky Pride Pride, Wolfpack, Radio, Scene, and all of the other good things that we're doing at KFC under Community Belonging. So that is the last in our current run of episodes. So please do check in for previous episodes on Black History Month and Women's Equality Week if you haven't already. For now, that's all. Thank you from Team Radio. Over and out.